Usually within three to four weeks, they start getting their first phone calls. But that doesn't mean that's going to turn into a million dollars the next day. And the next 30 days, you're going to get a lot more phone calls. And within 90 days, what we see whenever we work with people, usually within 90 to 120 days, they're putting their first deal under contract. Now, you get that first deal and the next month you get two deals and the next month you get three deals, which is a, a gradual growth progression through posting content on YouTube. Maybe by that third month, you're like, well, shoot, I've got enough to replace my income now. Or you might want to do it another month or two to make sure you have the consistency. But right. the second you're able to build up, I would say six months, or if you do enough transactions or complete enough deals to where you've got a six months worth of income and savings. You're listening to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show, a podcast that discusses the intricacies of real estate investing with your host, Marcus E. Maloney. Marcus is a real estate investor best known for being the equity king. He's been awarded that moniker because he and his team find amazing real estate deals. He will be talking with investors who have done some transformational things in the real estate industry. They'll discuss their process, their strategies, and how their investments transform their lives and the communities they invest in. We welcome you to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. Hello, what's up, what's up, what's up? We Love Equity Real Estate listeners. How are you guys doing today? I hope you're ready because we're going to be digging into marketing and social media and how you can market as an agent, as an investor to pull in leads and to pull in deals. And today I have Levi Lasik from Gallup. Lassic, uh, Levi Lassic. You got it right before. Yeah, you had it. You had it right before. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Levi Lassic, who hails from Dallas, Texas. And the reason why I wanted to have Levi on today is because he's doing some innovative things with social media that's really driving his lead generation and prospecting for buyers and sellers as an agent. So we want to touch on that on today. And what I want you to do is I want you to be open to receive from Levi because it's not just marketing as an agent, but it's just marketing and branding yourself, period. And you know, here on the We Love Equity show, we want to make sure that you're getting out there and getting exposed. So without any further delay, let's welcome Levi to the show. How you doing, Levi? I'm doing great, my man. Marcus, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. I'm really excited about this episode, man. So kind of share with us, you know, what did you do prior to real estate and prior to marketing? Oh, well, well, short story real quickly. What's funny is some of your listeners may know a guy by the name of Michael Reese, but I actually started selling gym memberships with him together back in early, the early 2000s. So I just gotten out of the military and I was looking for a job and he recruited me to Bally Total Fitness. And that was my introduction to sales, which gym memberships at that time, I'm not sure how they're sold now, but gym memberships in the early 2000s was in a very aggressive sales. Yep training and program. And so we worked 12 hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> and uh, wow. it was intense. Yeah. And we would make phone calls 10 hours a day from the shift was 10 to 10 PM, but we would call from 10 to 8 PM. And so okay. uh, you had that little window at the end of those two hours where you could uh, get ready for the next day, basically. But he took me to my first Brian Tracy event. It was the first time okay. I'd ever been exposed to you know self-education, a self-development 
And I just, I just absorbed all of that and, and spent, I had a $300 limit credit card at the time and I maxed it completely out. I bought every program I could from Brian Tracy. And so that's what got me started off in there. Now from there, Michael in 2002 got licensed. I remember he met a guy by the name of Jay Kinder one weekend, came back into the health club on Monday and he was like, I'm getting into real estate. And I was kind of like, all right, cool. Not really (laughs) interested. I wasn't interested into being a real estate agent or getting into real estate at that time. So I just kept doing what I was doing. Now, by the time 2004 rolled around, he talked me into getting my license actually in 2004, but I was still in the reserves with the military. And what happened was, is I ended up getting licensed in 2004, but after about a week or two of getting licensed, I got the call, literally a phone call that said, oh, by the way, you're getting activated. You'll be deployed. You leave in four days. And and that was it. And then I was gone for 18 months and I spent a year of that over in Iraq in 2005. And so, you know, that time my, my reserve duty was up by the time I got home in 2006, I didn't, again, over that time, I realized I still wasn't interested in being a real estate agent. So I actually got into selling cell phones <laughs> and I sold, <laughs> uh, I sold cell phones at the Costco. If you've ever been in Costco and you see that little booth, that's nope. what I was, that's what I was doing back in 2006, selling cell phones. And, and I did very well there. And then I got offered a position with the pharmaceutical company because I got kind of recruited somebody that knew me from selling cell phones there. Okay. You know, knew how I did and how I didn't sell. So they recruited me to a pharma company that worked out for about the next eight years until I got really, really sick. And I, you know, I nearly died from a digestive disease oh, wow. and I had acquired that digestive disease while I was in Iraq. And so whenever I came home, it messed with me on and off for about eight okay. years. Yeah. For about eight years until 2013 happened. And then I ended up losing 50 pounds in one month and I became completely bedridden, disabled, and that nearly killed me. But, you know, God's grace led me to the right doctors at the right time, actually natural doctors. I went to four different medical doctors. They couldn't seem to get me well, but Mm -hmm. the natural doctors changed my diet, put me on some vitamins. I was able to recover. It took me a full year to recover. But during that time frame, I lost my job because they wanted me to come back to work and I wasn't physically able, you know, I could only go on medical leave for 90 days. And when that 90 days was up, I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't physically able to come back. So I ended up losing that job. And that's what forced me to start my first business mainly. I mean, I started a lot of businesses before you, I, I was always the serial side hustle entrepreneur that would start something and just was never, you know, could never really gain traction or get that much into it. So okay. this time I got started a financial services business, got some traction, got contracts with Dallas Independent School District, started working with all the teachers on their retirement planning. And over the next five years, extremely lucrative. It was a great opportunity. I traveled the world because I had a teacher schedule, but I had about five times the teacher's salary <laughs> from gotcha. my yeah. from my business. So you know, I was making really good money and had a lot of free time, you know, summer's off, two weeks off for Christmas, a week off for, for Thanksgiving, uh, every four day weekend. Yeah. Every four day weekend, you could imagine, you know, uh, who, whoever's birthday it was, we got that day off, you know, you were the celebrating, school, right? Yeah. If the school, if the schools were closed, it didn't work, you know? And the thing was, is, you know, doing financial services, there was nothing really that I had to do on weekends or not, you know what I mean? It was okay. just, it was great because, and then I traveled to 24 countries inside of three years wow. and just, you know, wanted to get out and see the world. And then COVID hit, you know, <laughs> and so okay. COVID hit, 
And what travel shuts down, the world shuts down, schools shut down. And so in April of 2020, here I was riding high, you know, making great money. The first quarter of 2020 was my best quarter ever. 2019 was my best financial year. And the first quarter of 2020, I was outpacing 2019 by 40%. So I was like, man, I'm going to have my biggest year ever. My expectations. Uh, yeah, man. And then literally like one day, you know, the whole world just shuts down and I'm sure everyone can kind of remember that time. And it was just kind of like, well, wh- what now? What, what, and, what next? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, is that even though I'm in Texas, a lot more freedom friendly, I would say than some of the other States, even though things yep. were coming back open a lot sooner, the schools still kind of had no end in sight. And so without me being able to go to schools or school campuses, I just wasn't able to meet clients anymore. And so, you know, over that, over the summer of 2020, I was sitting there going, all right, well, what's the next move? Because I didn't know when, when this would come back, when the business would come back. And so my good friend, Michael Reese was still there after 20 years, which we've always kept up with each other and remain friends. And he was like, okay, now's the best time to get in real estate. So after 20 20 years, he's still trying to get me in. And and the thing was, is I was like, well, shoot, if I'm actually going to do that this time, man, I just don't want to, first of all, I was thinking, how do I start over without starting over? Because at that time I was 41 years old and I was thinking, how did I get in this position? How am I in a position where I have to start over at 41? If I transition to a new career and a new industry, how am I going to how am I going to get good at that very fast? Because once you've been successful and you got to start over, you start, I started thinking about, man, going back to pounding the phones and pounding the pavement, Mm -hmm. building relationships and starting all over again and trying to build a brand, you know, in a Dallas market that is extremely competitive. And I just thought, man, if I'm going to do that, how can I do that? And how can I do that quickly? And at the same time, I knew I didn't want to do that one-to-one and shaking hands, mm-hmm. and kissing babies, nothing wrong with that. But right, I was right. like, I don't want to do that. And so, you know, again, Michael, something that he's always said that stuck with me was it's not the best real estate agent that wins. It's the best marketer that wins. And so what I understood sure. was, is I need a good marketing plan. I need to understand what I'm doing in a way to attract business so that I'm not out there chasing people down all the time. I want to be able to create something that will attract people, you know, to that thing. And then that will bring them to me, which was, you know, what can Perfect. I, what can I create? So that's what kind of started me down that path was instead of getting into real estate and then trying to figure it out, I said, let me figure out a plan first a marketing strategy. And if I can find something that I think may work, then I'll get into real estate. So I was still reluctant and didn't want to just jump into real estate just because, you know, Michael wanted me to, I was like, let me see if I can figure out something first. So that's what led me to, yeah, that's, that's what led me down the path to really start digging in. I knew social media, I could, I could do that a lot quicker than doing traditional marketing. But then again, I also understood I didn't want to be everywhere. I didn't want to be on every platform. I really focus on one platform because I think a lot of people that get started in the business, whether they're, you know, even if they're an investor or a wholesaler or a real estate agent or a a plumber, you know, everyone tells them you got to be on every platform. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. And so that becomes overwhelming. It's hard to start. You end up putting 20% effort into five different platforms yep. instead of 100% effort into one. one. And so I wanted to find the platform first where I could do that. 
and I wasn't sure which one. So I just started to kind of research all the platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and see, because those were the ones that people told me first, right? They're like, mm-hmm. well, you got you to be on Facebook and Instagram and especially TikTok in 2020, because right. every agent got 10,000 followers on TikTok in 2020. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, well, let me, but after I dug into them, nothing really set well with me. Nothing really made sense for me and my personality. And I, I just wasn't feeling it. So YouTube was really the last choice. But once I started to dig into YouTube, what I learned was, is that YouTube's a search engine, not a social media platform. And so therefore, if I could find things that people were already searching for and create that content, I had an immediate audience. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that was something that really, instead of trying to build my brand through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, where nobody knows me, and you're trying to build an audience and attract people to you, I was like, well, YouTube tells me what people are searching. So I can just exactly. create that content and put it in front of an audience that's already there. So that's good. I mean, tons of information there. So let's kind of kind of break things down a little bit. So I want to go all the way back. So you said that you were pretty much a serial entrepreneur. You were start things and nothing really stuck. How did you go through that period? Because a lot of entrepreneurs, they go through that, you know, they want to try this and they do that for six months to a year, year and a half. It don't work. They don't gain any traction. Then they try something else. And it's that whole psyche and that mindset of, all right, you tried that, you failed. Are you a failure or did you just fail at this one aspect? How did you deal with that? Well, yeah, I I wouldn't say I was a serial business starter. That's what I would say. I was, I wasn't a serial (laughs) entrepreneur because now I do, I am an entrepreneur because, well, I have been since 2014, but, but yeah. And I think, think what the reason why is I never took it seriously. If you're not all in, I think it's difficult. Now, yet, can you create a side hustle while you have a job? Yes. But I think for me, I was always a little bit lost. I wasn't really exactly sure what I wanted or what I was looking for. And so whatever crazy idea I would come up with, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of a good idea. Let me start something. And, you know, you go down the road, you register an LLC, you get the domain name and then, you know, and then you're like, okay, well then the real work starts to happen. And, you know, the thing is, is that I understood sales, you know, over all these years, I understood sales. I never really dug into marketing. And I think that's a completely different avenue. And so, you know, the thing is, is that I think people look at marketing as a cost versus, you know, value or understanding tool. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, exactly. Where to come in and how to maximize that. So for me, I knew if I could get in front of somebody, I could sell anything at any time, no problem at all whatsoever. However, you got to be able to get in front of somebody. And that happens because of marketing. You know, marketing is what brings the people in front of you. And so I never really understood, or actually I never really put much weight into marketing because I didn't understand it's really the flip. And I was an amazing salesperson. And if I could get in those environments where I was always a good, like cell phones, guess what? People, there's already coming in the door because they're coming into Costco. So I had that audience coming to me and I could close deals left and right. Pharmaceuticals, I was going to meet with doctors and I could get those deals because I knew where they were, how to find them and just walk in the door. When I had financial services, I knew where the, I knew how the teachers were. And that's whenever I really started to experience marketing is where I did all that through email. So we would email teachers and ask them if they understood fully their retirement options, what's available to them. And that was really key because most of them would say, no, I have no idea. And so that was the end. And I'd say, well, let's, let's set an appointment and talk about it. And so that was a way to do that. So before all of that, 
when I started things on the side, I didn't have customers coming in the door, you know, and I didn't know where to find them. And so I think that's something that if you're going to start something, especially on the side while you have a job, then you want to make sure you've got a good marketing plan in place first. And so I think that that is really key. In addition to that, there is, you know, the one thing I think about if you have a job right now, it's your number one asset to starting a business. And the reason I say that is because number one, you likely have a fixed income. So if you have a fixed income because you have that job, you should know exactly what's coming in every two weeks Mm -hmm. or ever how much you get paid. Well, it's simple. You need to probably keep your expenses as low as possible don't don't buy overbuy everything else and then use whatever excess you have to invest in your business. Now, on top of that, you you probably have a fixed time, you know, so let's just say you're working from 9 to 5. Well, you know if you come home, you know whether you have a family or not, maybe you're single or if you have a family, you come home you need to dedicate. If you have a family, maybe it's a couple of hours. This is where I think you've got to have a conversation with your family and say, Hey, look, when I come home from the job, I'm going to hang out for an hour or two. You know, we're going to play around, eat some dinner, talk, but you know, from seven to nine or seven to 10 PM, I need to, you know, be in the home office. Yeah. I need to lock down and I need to work on my business. So with the, with the job right now, you have a fixed income and likely a fixed income and likely a fixed schedule. So it's really up to you to decide how you invest that time and your additional funds accordingly. Now, the thing I love about YouTube for any business owner is this is the time, you know, as far as if you're going to transition, I think it's a great opportunity for you to transition from a job because of that time and that fixed income. So, you know, in the evening, okay, well, from seven and nine, I'm going to make videos. I'm going to make yep. content, you know, and that's the time you do that. And you could make two or three videos. It doesn't mean you have to publish two or three videos, but if you did that Monday through Friday, you could make 15 videos a week. Maybe you only put out three, but imagine that you've got five weeks worth of content in a one week time frame. Plus you're actually, you're still giving your weekends off. So if you work Monday through Friday at the job and you make videos Monday through Friday evening, then you've got Saturday and Sunday, even with the kids, or, yep. you know, if you want to go play, you know, go mountain biking or hiking or, you know, whatever it is you do. Now, if you're single, I would say work Saturday and Sunday too, <laughs> but right, right. You know, But if you've got a family, you've got to take some time for them. But also, I believe you need to have that conversation and say, look, you know, I've got bigger dreams, bigger aspirations. I don't want to be in this job. However, I'm not going to compromise the financial situation, but it's going to require me to work in these off hours, take a little time. However, I'm still going to time for the Mm -hmm. family and then Mm -hmm. come to an agreement with your family to say, okay, these two hours during the weekdays, and then we got a half day on a Saturday and we got a full day on Sunday or something, you know? So I just think, you know, having those conversations, that's what allows people to transition. But the great thing about YouTube, again, going back to that, if you create those videos and you start publishing two, three, four videos a week, it's going to be a gradual growth process anyways, especially for a real estate agent. So I think about a lot of real estate agents that try to start part-time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the thing is, is that, Hey, keep that job. But instead of going out, I would, the last thing I would want to do as an agent is come home or even like wholesaler or somebody, if they're looking for, for deals, work an eight hour job, come home, eat dinner, and then try to pound the phones from seven to nine. I, I would, I would not like that, but I could make videos again. And if you're trying to wholesale and you're trying to find sellers, then you just need to make content for that information that most people are searching for. If you're an agent, you start making content that people are searching for about moving to your area. 
And so when you do that, you start producing videos. Guess what happens? Nothing happens in the beginning. And, true, and, true. <laughs> and so, but you're not worried about that because you have a job. And if you're able to do that, what's going to happen is usually within three to four weeks, all the people that we work with, usually within three to four weeks, they start getting their first phone calls. But that doesn't mean that's going to turn into a million dollars the next right, day. Right. And the next 30 days, you're going to get a lot more phone calls. And then within 90 days, what we see whenever we work with people usually within 90 to 120 days, they're putting their first deal under contract. Now you get that first deal and the next month you get two deals and the next month you get three deals, which is a a gradual growth progression through Mm -hmm. posting content on YouTube. Maybe by that third month, you're like, well, shoot, I've got enough to replace my income now, or you might want to do it another month or two to make sure you have the consistency. But the second you're able to build up, I would say six months, or if you do enough transactions or complete enough deals to where you've got a six months worth of income and savings now, maybe you maybe you do quit the job. And then when you quit that job and you go all in, then you, uh, you know, you'll start generating even more business because now you'll have that extra eight hours a day. So to me, that would be the plan that I would I would work on. Yeah. And like you said, having that runway, you know, once you're closing some transactions, you have that runway, that money set aside where you could say, all right, I can focus solely on this and leave the nine to five. One of the big mistakes that I see that a lot of people make, especially when they have that entrepreneurial drive, they get motivated, they get excited. And they say, the first thing they want to do is I want to quit my job. And you're saying, hey, no, don't do that because that's your level of stability. And you just work around that until you're in a financial position to do that. Exactly. Okay. All right. So you talked about, you know, creating the content and finding the content and and YouTube being a search engine. So starting out, because that's one of the big fears that a lot of people say is, well, who's going to want to listen to me? I don't know, you know, everything about Dallas. Like you starting out as an agent. Hey, you're just starting out as an agent. Who's going to listen to me being a rookie agent? What would you tell the people that have those fears about, you know, creating content? Yeah, be the I mean the thing is is that you I'm sure you've lived in your area for a certain amount of time and that was the deal for me. You know, I I believe the reason that Facebook, Instagram, TikTok didn't really fit with my personality because what I, whenever I researched what I found was a lot of agents that have been in the business for 5, 10, 15 years giving their experiences, giving real world advice, you know, educating people on the process of do this, don't do that. And I hadn't Sold a home. Been there. You know, yeah. I hadn't, yeah, hadn't sold a home yet. So I'm going, okay, could I read about a VA loan or an FHA loan and regurgitate that information? Sure, I could do that, but it didn't feel authentic to me. Now, mm-hmm. this is the other part that I learned in my research when I started digging into YouTube was what I found that, oh, people are actually searching about Dallas. They're not searching about the loan process and the title process and the you know escrow process and and any of that none of that they search Dallas first and and the thing is is that being in Dallas for 20 years hey i know Dallas you know I Dallas talk, <laughs> i can talk about Dallas all day long i can talk about the suburbs the neighborhood right. things to do places to eat which is what people are searching for so you know and if you're 
looking for sellers or wholesaling properties or anything like that is people start searching you know what what to do whenever i get behind on my mortgage what happens pre foreclosure you know they start searching that stuff so if you're making mm-hmm. content about that guess what there's people already searching that nobody's going to facebook and saying hey honey it's time to buy a house let's see what's on the market on facebook you know, right, right. Uh, hey, honey, it's time to buy a house. Let's go on Instagram and see if we can find the best agent posting market reports. Or, <laughs> hey, honey, it's time to buy a house. Let's go on TikTok and see if we can find the best dancing real estate agent. You know, <laughs> so right. they're not going to those platforms primarily to search for information. I mean, TikTok is starting to kind of trend in that direction where they're saying now people are starting to use it more of a search engine. You know, the thing is, is that they're they go to YouTube. YouTube's the number two search engine behind Google and Google yep. owns YouTube. And if you Google anything these days, you'll notice they'll throw up a bunch of YouTube Videos, videos. Yep. Yeah. So so you might as well be where the eyeballs are at for people that are researching the information that you have. And so from that case, it, it's very easy because people do say, hey, honey, it's time to buy a house, but I think we want to live in Dallas, but we don't, don't really know too much about Dallas. Let's research Dallas. And they start doing that, right? And they start going in there and then guess what? All of our videos are going to pop up. And what happens is, is that we provide value first, teaching them everything about Dallas. We don't sit there and say, you know, hey, here's the seven tips to sell, sell your home. Here's the eight, five tips before buying a home. It's just about Dallas. And so what happens is, is that they assume that we know everything else because we we give, provide them so much education on what they're initially looking for. So they're right. not even worried about that other these these other types of things or these list of videos or you know how to properly buy a home or how to properly sell a home because they end up watching so much content on the front end. The video builds the relationship for us. So whenever they call us, they already want to work with us and they know that we're the ones that help them. And because we provided them so much knowledge up front. They, they believe that we can handle everything else. And the thing is, is that the very, very first client we worked with and got under contract, you know, they had no idea that was our first transaction. They thought we were, had been in the business for years and years and years because um, gotcha. that's, that's how we presented ourselves. So, so let's kind of talk about that first contract, but even before then, so you guys, you positioned yourself as a subject matter expert on Dallas, not yep. on real estate and real estate transactions. So if a person moving from Phoenix said, Hey, you know what? I want to move to Dallas, what to do in Dallas, right? Your videos and everything would start to pop up and they would start seeing, Hey, this Levi guy is always around. Oh, and by the way, he's a real estate agent. Well, let's call Levi and see what he can help us with. So, so Levi doing that first transaction, man, how did that feel? You know, because it's your first first transaction, they're coming to you as the professional in the business. Because, you know, a lot of people, they have that imposter syndrome. They feel like, well, I'm not the person that need to be talking about this because I don't have 30 years experience as a real estate agent or anything like that. How did you feel going through that transaction? I felt great. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> if you're thinking that stuff, you need to get that out of your head immediately yep. and just and just do it. I, I knew the one thing that was most important was to to act like we've been there before. You know, mm-hmm. the thing, the last thing you want to do is, oh, thank you so much for meeting me. This is my first transaction. Right, you know, right. you're my, because that does not make any client feel good. You know, they want to, mm-hmm. then they're going to start thinking, okay, are you going to oh. do the right thing? Are you right, going to scare right. me? 
Do you know what you're doing? So I would never say that. They never knew it. Now, fortunate for us, we were, it was a new construction deal. And on new construction, the builders typically write those contracts, you know, so it was a much easier transaction. But we also found a transaction coordinator from the beginning that, Mm -hmm. you know, didn't charge anything until closing. So what happened as soon as we would get something under contract, then, um, we had the, the transaction coordinator to take over from there and, and do all paperwork. that heavy lifting. And guess yep. what? She's got years and years and years of experience. So putting the client with her, once things got under contract, she's able to handle any problem, any situation, do it all. And we didn't have to pay her until closing. And so it was a huge asset to us because she made us look like we knew what we were doing as well. Cause we were like, Oh, by the way, now that you're under contract, go talk to our transaction coordinator. Yep. She'll handle everything from here. And so, you know, you can put things in place like that in the beginning as well. So you can learn and grow your knowledge base and, and not, not practice on your clients, you know? And, and the thing is, is if you do practice on your clients, which if you're starting out, you will have to do that. Don't ever show your cards, you know, mm-hmm. don't, don't write up a contract. If you're typing up a contract in front of them, which I'd never recommend you do, right, right. you know, you don't have to now these days anyways, anything, everything's DocuSign, you know, just say, okay, I'm going to go home or go to the coffee shop, mm-hmm. type this up. I'll send it over to you on email. And that way you can go home, call your experienced real estate friend and say, okay, oh, oh you, I, I got a contract. What do I do? You know? And then, yep, then yep. they walk you, they walk you through it. And it's no problem, but don't sit there and say, all right, well, I got to go home. This is my first contract. So give me a couple mm-hmm. hours. I'm going to try to figure this out. Make sure I, you know, don't say that stuff. If you can't get a house open, you can't get the lockbox open. Don't sit there and go, oh, this is my first time. Or man, I've never seen this type of lockbox before, you know, mm-hmm. say, blame it on technology or something. Blame it on, oh man, the Bluetooth isn't working or this must be malfunction. Let me, let me step aside and make a quick phone call. And then you walk around the corner of the house and you call somebody and you say, Hey, I can't get my, you know, my key to work, blah, blah, blah. And they'll, they'll walk you through, or you can even call the ML, the, you know, like your association. Association, yeah. Yeah, They'll walk you through that stuff. If you're licensed, if you're not licensed, you're an investor or something like that, then you're probably just going to have a keypad or, you know, an Mm -hmm. access to a, a, you know, a keypad system or something like that. So it's not a big deal, but never, never show your cards in the beginning or really ever in in business in general. Right, right. You know, I've experienced so many problems and issues and things that I've, that have come up right in front of clients. And I, they never know the difference because I'll never tell them. Just like when we say, we tell people when you're getting on video and you start making videos, don't point out your insecurities. You know, if you mm-hmm. have a huge left eyebrow, don't, right, right. don't say on your videos, okay, <laughs> hey, it's Levi here. Uh, by the way, don't mind my huge left eyebrow. You know, it's because 99.9% of people are never, never going gonna to notice that, that in the, yep. yeah, in the first place, you know? And so if you don't point out your insecurities or you don't point out the, your, your lack of understanding of something, people will never know. And, and the professional can kind of just blow past that, fix it, come back to it and still look like they've, everything went smoothly. And, and that's the thing. Yeah. And when your client calls you as well, during, during any of the process, you don't say, Oh my God, a major problems happen or this agent, I'm, this other agent I'm dealing with is a huge pain in the butt. You know mm-hmm. I mean? You don't, you just don't, you don't say those things. You say, oh yeah, I'm just, if you're having a hard time negotiating or something like that, you let the, let your client or your investor or somebody know, hey, 
Yeah, I'm just having a hard time getting a hold of the agent right now. As soon as, as soon as I get a hold of them, I'm going to give you a full update, blah, blah, blah. Or you just say something simple. You don't say, oh my God, I called this guy and he's such a jerk. You know, right, I, just, right. I just can't. I mean, he's, you know, blah, blah. He won't budge an inch. No, you, you know, you just say, all right, I'm, I'm, as soon as I get word from the agent or I wasn't able to have a, a good conversation, they were in the middle of something, you know, and then if you got to go back to the drawing table, try to renegotiate or do something. So just don't show your cards, make yourself look like always you know, be professional. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what you're doing. Yep. Always be professional. And that's one of the things that I say is always try and visually see what you're about to do. You know, if you're, if you're going to show a client a house or something like that, get there early, work on a lockbox. That way you already have it open, you know, things like that. So you just want to be proactive in everything that you do. So Levi, let's take a brief break here. Word from our sponsors. When we come back, we'll talk about, you know, your funnels, things like that, how you set it up with your social media to start attracting those clients. So let's have a break here. Word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Finding real estate deals can be a challenge, but with the batch leads, it doesn't have to be. Batch Leads has created a one-stop solution for all your real estate needs. So you can find more sellers, close more deals, and maximize revenue. Batch Leads offers a comprehensive suite of lead-generating tools that cover text messaging, skip tracing, finding comps, and much more. Batch Leads help you simplify, manage, and organize all your data in one place. Batch will help you stack your lists and identify properties that appear on multiple lists and have multiple distress indicators. These sellers are likely to be highly motivated and eager to sell. Get the most powerful and complete lead generation platform in the industry. Locate sellers, buyers, and lenders nationwide in seconds. Go to batchlead.io and use promo code WELOVEEQUITY. Are you tired of seeing others becoming successful real estate investors and you just don't know where to start? You see all the Instagram posts of others being successful. You see the Facebook ads guaranteeing instant success. You look at tons of YouTube videos and you even attend seminars just to be tricked into 10, 20, or even $30,000 courses. Well, with the Deal Finders Club, my husband is here to change things for you. Have you said to yourself, I'm deadly afraid to talk to sellers and I have no confidence. I don't know where to find motivated sellers. I don't know where to get a contract from. I don't know how much to offer the seller, let alone where I'm going to get the money from to close the deal. Well, in the Deal Finders Club, Marcus and his partner, Mike, are going to show you how to overcome all those challenges and more. Find out how by going to azdfc.com. That's azdfc.com. We'll see you inside. All right, guys, we are back with Levi and Levi during our break, we were talking about social media and your kind of your lead funnel kind of walk us through that. You know, you're creating these videos, then what they're looking at the videos. Is it let's have a chat? What's what's that call to action for them? Yeah, we have a, well, anybody can watch one of our videos and you'll see the call to action in the video. So this is something that in my research and understanding that we just, we never created a lead magnet as far as I, I know a lot of people do that. They'll provide free reports or download this or, or, you know, subscribe to this, which I think is, is, 
you know, that can be very beneficial. But what we found is that I think it's better, at least in our industry, in the real estate business, it's just better to let people consume as much content until they're ready. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is, is that if we offered free reports or downloads, then people would probably go and download that. Now, the thing is, is it doesn't necessarily mean they're in the market right this True. moment. They may not be ready to buy a home for six, 12, or 18 months. So if they download that information, that's great. We capture their information, but then guess what we're doing? We're now pursuing them. We're going to call them and say, Hey, I saw you downloaded our free report. You know, are you thinking mm -hmm. about buying a home? And they're going to say, Well, no, I was just wanted information. I'm probably not going to move for another year. Oh, okay, great. Guess what I can do now? I'm going to call you every two weeks and email right. you. you know, <laughs> basically, by a year, when a year comes around, I'm going to talk you out of working with me because I've, I've hit you so much with phone calls and texts and emails. And so, what we found is that it's better to just let people reach out when they're ready. And because we do that, then we're not chasing leads. This is why we call our whole concept passive prospecting is because we're letting the video prospect for us. You know, prospecting, if you're actively prospecting, you're calling people, right? You've got to convince mm -hmm. them. And, or actually, once you re make contact with them, you've got to build rapport, establish credibility, you know, build a relationship in a very short amount of time. And then you have to really do that over a significant amount of time if you ever want them to, you know, buy your product or service. But with, with passive prospecting, prospecting through videos, they go in there and watch as many as they want. And then when they're ready, they'll reach out. And for us, and I've tracked all of this, our average contact to under contract is 47 days. So think about that. Oh, wow. And, and right now we're up to, you know, within the last two years, we're up to well over 200 plus transactions. And our average contact under contract is 47 days because when the people reach out to us, they're in the process. They're in buying mode. They're ready to make a move. They're ready to make a decision. So they come in and they act very quickly. We've put deals under contract as, as quickly as three and a half hours when somebody wow. first called us because, you know, because they called us and they would say, Hey, actually, the very first deal I ever did was somebody text me an address. Like I literally got a text message and they said, here's an address to this house. Can you help me get it? You know, and it was a new construction house and it was available whenever I called. And it was literally that simple to, to get that done. And we've done deals within three hours, within six hours, within 12 hours, 18 hours, because when people call us, they're like ready to make that move. And so, you know, that, that for us, and of course, whenever they call, text or email that comes into our CRM system. So mm -hmm. what we view, we view the videos as our funnel system. You know, gotcha. you think about it, it's a funnel system because, and I think it's the best part because the, the client walks themselves through the entire funnel process. If you pay for ads, and by the way, we did this all organically without any ad spend. So that's the other power of using video on YouTube is that if you pay for this, guess what happens? If you pay for ads, you've got to target an audience, right? Yep, yep. Uh, and then uh, once you target that audience, they first see your ad. The first exposure they have of you is an ad. So guess what they're going to do? They're going to blow it off, which mm -hmm. is why you have to pay for retargeting campaigns and lookalike audiences and duplicate, you know, and you've got to do all these tips, tricks, and measures, which nothing wrong with that. It works. 
but that's going to cost money to do that. And so you have to move people through the funnel with a paid strategy and, and every step of the way cost you more money. And so that's why you have to say, well, what's my cost acquisition, you know, mm-hmm. and, and determine how much ad spend you're, you're getting as far as in exchange for the revenue that you generate and understand if you're running a profitable ad campaign. But with YouTube, I just make videos and <laughs> make more yep. videos. And guess what? The clients go and search on YouTube on their own. They find your videos on their own. Then they watch your videos on their own. Then they watch more videos on their own. And so after they watch 10, 20, 50 videos, they're like, well, I mean, hey, this guy's giving me all the information I right, need. I, right. I might as well call him. And whenever they call us, they've already made the decision they want to work with us. And so we don't have to sell them on you know, working with us or they don't call us and say, hey, I'm thinking about you and another agent. I mean, that's happened once or twice, but it just doesn't happen at all. People call us and they say, man, I appreciate all the value you provided on those videos and I just had to give you a call. You know, you you you're you're our guy. You're our person. And so that's the power of a of a free marketing campaign, and and letting the customer take themselves through the whole funnel process on their own. And nothing can be more powerful than that. And the great thing about video is like attracts like. So you're going to end up working with a lot of people that are like yourself because right. they're going to see your personality and that you're going to resonate with the people that are a lot like you. And so, you know, if you look at our, our demographic, it's, it falls right between 25 and 55 year olds, but we mainly work with, you know, 30 to 50 year olds, you know, which is right in the middle of, of myself and my business partner's age range. Okay. So, you know, I'm 43, he's 35 and, and that's what we get. We get a lot of 30 to 50 year olds. And you look at the viewers on our channel, like 85% of the viewers on our channel are 25 to 50. So, so and that, again, we fall right in the middle of there. That's our process is to really just to create more and more and more content so that we have more opportunity to be found. And we know that people will walk themselves. And because of this too, we've also been able to help people from all over the world. We've helped people from Belgium, from the Philippines, from Japan, from Australia, from South Africa, from the UK, from Canada, because guess where, guess where those people are searching? They're searching on YouTube. YouTube, They're, They're not searching. You know, if somebody wants to move from Australia, they're not the first thing they don't say, okay, let me find the best real estate agent in Dallas. They don't say that. They don't search that. They go, let's learn a little learn bit about, about Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, exactly. Yep. yep. And that's, that's excellent. And like you said, then your your ROI is tremendous because you don't have all of this ad spend, you know, target marketing and everything like that. It's just the time. It's just the time to sit there, do some videos and upload the videos and let the videos work for themselves. Yep. Okay. So tell us, Levi, about this book, Passive Prospecting, because I know you guys have this book that's either out or coming out, correct? Yeah. Passive Prospecting book is is coming out. The, our publisher estimates probably around February timeframe, February of 2023. We've already got everything done, written, completed. I was actually just reviewing the cover designs this morning, actually, which is very exciting. And it's just, it's amazing. I mean, it's a tremendous opportunity. It's something that I've always wanted to do, but I've never really, again, you know, dabbling before. And even, you know, with my financial services business, I didn't see a path to really help so many more people from that. But here now I see the way that, that this doesn't just 
apply to real estate agents. This applies to all small business owners that you can you can take this strategy that we've perfected and and still working on. We're still working on and mm-hmm. building it and apply it to your business as a small business owner, especially if you're a real estate agent. I mean, I think this is absolutely critical for you to to be on on YouTube, but we break everything down. You know, the first half of the book is all about why YouTube is so important. We make all the comparisons and help people understand, you know, why it's so powerful, uh, even as a, a free strategy based on paid strategies, how it's far superior. And then the second half of the book, we get into nuts and bolts and actually walk you through the whole process of how to do it yourself. And you can apply those principles. And so we, the first half of the book, we call it the passive prospecting principles, which is what makes YouTube so powerful. And then the second half of the book is the passive prospecting process, which is how do you do it? You know, and that's something that uh, I've read a ton of books, but very few have like step-by-step process on how to implement it, you know? And so- Uh, I think this is a great opportunity where people now here's the thing is I, I do believe that, you know, books, it, it you can, we, we designed it to walk you through that whole process, but ultimately once you start doing it and get, you know, working on it, you, you're going to start learning so much more. So it is definitely the the grounding point of, of getting started on this, but it walks you through everything. And that's why I'm super excited about it. Perfect. Perfect. So guys, that is Passive Prospecting by Levi L- L- Lassick. Lassick. You had, you had, you had it in the beginning. Yep. <laughs> okay, Levi. So now kind of wrapping up here, man, how can we find you? How can we follow you? I know you have the YouTube channel. Feel free to give your URL of the YouTube channel and your Instagram, TikTok, all of that. So people can see, not only read the book, learn how you do it, but also see exactly how you're doing it. Yeah. So right now they can sign up for uh, to be the first to be notified when we release the book, hopefully in February, that should be okay. time frame there. But uh, just go to passiveprospecting.com. You'll find everything you need from there. You can find us on YouTube. YouTube now has handles. So you can just type in passive prospecting on YouTube. I'm sure you'll find our channel or you can type in at passive prospecting on YouTube as well. And that should pop up our channel. And then, you know, me personally on Instagram is just my name, Levi Lassick. And I talk a lot about YouTube on my Instagram. So that's, and then of course, on our YouTube channel, we talk a lot about this in depth as well. And yeah, the the book, again, you go to the website, you'll be able to sign up so that you're first to be notified when we release that. And I'm sure we'll probably run something as well for those people that sign up early, uh, some sort of contest, you know, okay. sign books or some some video equipment. We like giving out video equipment, you know, so. Gotcha. Okay, um, perfect. Something. Perfect. All right, Levi, before we sign off here, man, give us our listeners some words of encouragement. Some of those people that are maybe struggling, trying to figure things out, and they just need some words of encouragement from somebody successful like yourself. Well, it's funny. I posted this reel yesterday on my Instagram and it was the 2023 business plan. And I I took a screen record of of a note. I was just typing a note and I did a screen recording and I said, 2023 business plan, just typing it out. And Uh I just typed out decide uh, or I I typed out decision, action, repeat. (laughs) Wow. You know know what? That's real funny because one of my and, and I may have it right here, but one of my action plans was same thing. See opportunity, decide, take action, 
and do it again. So, wow, that's, that's talk about alignment right there. That's, that's something else. Yeah. And, and so we can end on this and I'll just say, look, no matter what you're doing, I, I believe this is the best day and age ever to, to start your business. I believe you can hyper learn any subject in 60 days because, because of blogs, because of videos, because of YouTube, because of Google, because of books. I mean, any subject right now, if you if you look on Amazon, there's probably five or 10 books on it right now, more, <laughs> even yeah. if, you're, if you're in the marketing space. But the thing is, is that if you really want to dig into something, go all in, you can hyper learn that. I believe in 60 days, which means no Netflix, don't, you know, don't go take picnics at the park. I mean, how serious do you want to be? And I'm not saying give up your life, but I'm saying you got to have some sort of some sort of obsession in the beginning to hyper learn as fast as possible so you can put into action uh, something very quickly and if you read every blog if you watch as many youtube videos as possible which means instead of netflix you're watching youtube videos yep, if you yep. buy th- five books Jay Shetty says, if you read five books on one subject, you'll be more proficient than 99% of the population on that subject. So, you know, even psychology, imagine that you could pick up Mm -hmm. five books on psychology and, and you'll be more proficient than most people about psychology. So those types of things, you can hyper learn that so quickly and, and put it into action. And then you just have to do the daily task every single day just action, you know, again, decision, action, repeat, decision, action, repeat, make videos, uh, you know, yep. make sure they get published and handled and then, and then do it again the next day and do it again. And so from there, I think that that is what you really have to focus on is decide what it is that you want to do and, and then hyper learn that subject as quickly as possible and then take massive action. And I think, uh, you know, it's funny, I was just watching a podcast yesterday on YouTube uh, cause anytime I get a little bit of downtime, I'll pop open a podcast or something. Yep. And Ryan Pineda was interviewing these two 20 year olds, two 20 year olds already doing almost a well over six figures a month from Airbnb arbitrage. Mm-hmm. And, and what's funny is this 20 year old said, you know, I mean, he was like, he, he said, this is the best time for any entrepreneur. He, he goes, because he goes, I can look up Ryan Pineda. I can look up Alex Hermosi, look up Sean Cannell. And and guess what? I can just absorb all your information and then just turn around and implement it. I mean, so many successful people out there are just laying out the blueprint for free on YouTube, on Instagram, Mm -hmm. on social media. You just have to dig in and dial it in. I mean, Alex Hermosi just came out with the book, hundred million dollar offers. If you want to really work on an effective ad strategy, that's probably the book you should get. You know, if you want to learn how to do it for free, you get our book, Passive Prospecting. You know, if you want right, to right. learn how to, you know, YouTube, if you want to understand YouTube, Sean Cannell, Benji Travis have YouTube secrets that gives you the fundamentals and principles of the platform, which I think is foundational. So if you get YouTube secrets, you you learn the platform. And that's the other thing. If you're going to be involved on social you need to understand these platforms from True. a producer side versus a consumer side. Most people look at it from the consumer side and think, okay, this stuff is silly. It doesn't make sense. It's mm-hmm. just a bunch of people bragging, showing their best self. And it's like, well, there's a lot of people being very strategic about it and making a lot of money 
from social. So, so learn that platform. If you want to be on a platform, if you want to learn ads, you get hundred million dollar offer from Alex. Like I said, you want to learn YouTube, you get YouTube secrets from Sean Cannell. You want to learn how to do that in your business, any small business, you get our book, Passive Prospecting, and you're going to be good to go. And and all the information is right there for you. It is, it is. So we can, I mean, Levi, we can end on that note. I mean, all of the information is out there, guys. You just got to get out there, read, listen, and then take the action, as Levi said, and you will be successful. That's all you have to do. So, Levi, thank you so much for being a welcome guest on the show. You definitely gave us tons of content, tons of information to put out there. And we just want to applaud you and say thank you once again for being a guest. Thanks. Thanks for having me. All right, guys, Levi gave us a lot of good content regarding marketing. So if you're out there and you're looking to find, you know, your next deal, you're looking to do some more transactions. Only thing you have to do is position yourself in the marketplace. And one of the key things that he stated without stating it is you just got to give, 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 and you will be rewarded by receiving in the end. So the ultimatum or what I would say is not the ultimatum, but what you need to have in mind is just provide, just give. This is one of the things that I do with this, with this podcast. What I do with my social media channels is just give you the information that you need for you to take action. And I guarantee you 90% of the people that listen, watch, subscribe, They will listen, watch, and subscribe, but they won't get out there and take the action, or they'll start to take the action, see some of the difficulties that they run up against, and then they'll stop. One thing I want to tell you is just be consistent, be persistent, have a determination to learn, and then get out there and take the action no matter how many roadblocks come before you. It's the opportunity is right there for you. So if you want to hear more from me, if you want to speak with me independently, just go to my website. We work with usually within three to four weeks, they start getting their first phone calls, but that doesn't mean that's going to turn into a million dollars the next day. And the next 30 days, you're going to get a lot more phone calls. And then within 90 days, what we see whenever we work with people, usually within 90 to 120 days, they're putting their first deal under contract. Now, You get that first deal and the next month you get two deals and the next month you get three deals, which is a a gradual growth progression through Mm -hmm. posting content on YouTube. Maybe by that third month, you're like, well, shoot, I've got enough to replace my income now. Or you might want to do it another month or two to make sure you have the consistency. But the second you're able to build up, I would say six months or if you do enough transactions or complete enough deals to where you've got a six months worth of income and savings. MarcusEMaloney.com. I love to sit down and chat with you about marketing, about deal flow, about, you know, what kind of marketing channels we're using. If it's direct mail, if it's, you know, cold calling, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever it is you want to talk about, just feel free to give me a call schedule with me. We have the 15 minute free consultation. And then if you want to get started as a real estate investor, and, and I want to say this clearly and profoundly, the opportunity is there. You know, you can go to azdfc.com. We hold a group every Thursday and we teach you guys how to get out there and find deals in any market during any season and with almost any type of client. 
So we're still closing deals. We have students that's closing deals. If you want to be one of the next ones, you know, that hold up a check that says, hey, look, this is real. You can do this. Feel free to join us at azdfc.com. Thank you for listening to today's show. I picked up some great actionable items and I'm sure you did as well. If so, let me know. You can always reach me via social media at facebook.com slash MRCS Maloney, Twitter at MRCS Maloney, and of course, IG at MRCS Maloney. You can also always reach me via email at mmaloney at equityri.com. Make sure you reach out to our guest as well. You can always find their contact information in the show notes below. If you have not subscribed already, what are you waiting for? Join the family. And while you're at it, leave us a five-star review. This is how we tell if we're providing you with what you need for your journey. If there's someone you would like for me to interview, or if there's a subject matter you would like for me to cover, please let me know. Finally, if you're looking for additional information about real estate investing, go to equityrealestateblog.com, also youtube.com slash Marcus Maloney. Until next time, family, always enjoy the journey.